What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Tuesday. And happy noon. Look at me. Look at mommy. Say wa. Wa. Ter. Ter. Water. <laughs> Did you guys see Aaron's reel? You guys, I have to share this. We were, you probably already saw, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. If you didn't, you're welcome. I'm going to show it to you right now. If you already saw it, you're welcome also, because I'm going to show it to you again. We were eating dinner last night. And we were cracking up. I I actually couldn't eat my dinner while we were doing it because I I knew that I would choke. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, here it is. Oh, shoot, okay, shoot, you- shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay, what? I gotta redo it. Okay, turn the volume. Okay, ready? Look at me. Look at mommy. Can you say water? Can you say that caption though? When you crack yourself up. So good. Oh my gosh, so funny. Hello, everybody who's here. You guys have to give a shout out to Tiffany. She got me hooked on those things. The greatest distraction, aka time investment, I'll call it <laughs> ever. All right. All right. So, <sighs> QA day. We come to answer all of your questions. So, good morning, good afternoon, morning, afternoon, daytime. To Tiffany, Jamie, Joni, Cassie, Courtney, Brandy, Heidi, Olivia, Brittany, Stephanie, Daniela, Pamela, Rhonda, Samantha, ML. TikTok is a rabbit hole. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout out to somebody else too. Rhonda, I want you to know that we see you. And it's important that we acknowledge you because we know your story and where you've come from. And something that we always say is that engagement is crucial to consistency and really like way to show up for all of the things like you're fully immersing yourself. I can only imagine how great you've done over the last month or so. So just keep it up. You're doing awesome. And the rest of you guys are doing awesome too. But engagement, super crucial. So if you're here, welcome, welcome. If you're not here yet, we hope to see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> All right, bye. So <laughs> I titled this because so I was like, man, I don't want it just to say Q&A every Tuesday because I don't know, Q, like it's not as interesting as something else it could say. So um, I looked through a couple of the questions to find something that I thought was intriguing. So that's how we know what the title is. Do you have any chapstick here? There you go. Is this it? Sunbum. Sunbum. Okay. So anyways, today is Q&A day. Uh, Despite the title, the title is just a topic that there will be discussed today because it is one of the questions we will be asking. So uh, but it is not the first one. So we are going to start with the first one, which is from Jamie wow. in Kuna, Idaho. Kuna Matara. 
Hakuna ma Idaho. Hakuna ma Hakuna ma ma potato. <laughs> you get it? Okay, yeah, I get it. Is Idaho? <laughs> okay. Anyways, my life is a constant reel. I feel like I find myself wanting to share this journey with others to promote movement, lead by example. I can't seem to follow my own advice on the positive mentality. If we don't do burn zone, I feel that enough wasn't completed and I'll dwell for days on it. How do I begin to start more forward thinking instead of backwards, especially in terms of lighter workouts? I mean, shit. I haven't worked out this hard in years. I'm killing it and it shows. Mm, so hard. what I'm understanding is I'm doing well with the movement in the burn zone. I want to promote movement and lead by example, but I can't seem to follow my own advice on the mental component. Is that what I'm reading? Or are you reading something? I want to read it again because I think towards the back end, I started to understand. I find myself wanting to share this journey with others to promote movement, leading by example. I can't seem to follow my own advice on the positive, positive mentality. Okay. So before we move forward, if you feel like you want to share your journey, and by the way, this is something that I would encourage for each and every one of you guys to do. I would say... If there is one thing that Aaron and I regret that we haven't done that we like, if you're in our, any of our coaching programs, we tell you to document your journey for lots and lots of reasons. From the most embarrassing point to the greatest reward. Yes. But Jamie, I would recommend that you start on sharing your journey with other people before you Figure out the mindset element. Here's the thing, you guys. When it comes to figuring something out, it is not until you've done it for a really long time that you've realized that when you achieve the result, that this is when you figured it out. The how-to is never known until it's been accomplished. Exactly. So don't, don't wait to having it be all figured out in order for you to start sharing it, I would just recommend to show up as if. Just start doing, start doing, start taking Show action. up as if you're not in a perfect position yet. And guess what? Nobody is. We are not either. Nobody ever will be. But we've accomplished so much at this point and we kept on growing from it that our level of confidence has increased by default. And our ability to share is due to the fact that we have made so many mistakes. Yeah. Like our ability to inspire and impact you is because we have made so many mistakes. And you guys, it is, if you are open-minded and you have support and accountability from people who have been there, done that, and you can trust, then know that making those mistakes are actually a tool in your toolbox because those are the moments that are going to expose you to your weaknesses and by default give you an opportunity to get better, okay? So I'm going to read the rest of your question, but Jamie, don't wait to arrive there in order to start. Start because what you will figure out is that by starting, you will arrive there. Okay. Um, if we don't do burn zone, I feel that wasn't, if, if we don't do burn zone, I feel that wasn't 
completed and I'll dwell on it for days. Enough wasn't completed. If I don't finish burn zone, I will feel as though enough wasn't completed and I will dwell on it for days. That doesn't say whether or not you completed burn zone. That's like an if scenario. How do I begin to, to start, start more moving. forward thinking rather than backwards? So that's why I'm thinking it's the mental component. That's the struggle. Jamie, I don't fully understand the rest of your question, but I would love it if you could reach out to admin at Erin and Sarit.com. She's here. Is she? Mm -hmm. What did she say? I saw you the yes. That's me. And it's Kuna. Oh, Kuna. I got it. Kuna. It's still Akuna Patata. <laughs> <laughs> she said something else, though. <laughs> Jamie, your hair looks like your hair was in the real the other day. Just not my thing. So not approved by me. Okay, but where where'd she where? keep going down? Keep going. Here down. we go. Oh, here we go. This was actually last week question, and I've shared a ton since. Good. It's, it's actually this week question on this person. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Where? Wow! I told you guys, brushing my hair is not a thing. I actually don't remember the last time I used the brush. You know where my brush? Go go gadget brush. I have a go go gadget brush. <laughs> Okay, we're way off. It's like we went off the street. Okay, but are you guys mad? All right. No. It's like you guys are just hanging out with us. Okay. Good question. Okay, hold on. I've arrived, but still my biggest bully. So even 30 minutes of bike doesn't feel like enough. I, I understand. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. It's like, who has that feeling of like, no matter how much I do, it feels like it's not enough. So let me tell you something, Jamie, and this is from my my from my own personal experience my own too i know what you're going to share i was there at one point and i've also worked with a lot of people if this is how you're feeling know that it is all internal internally there is something that you feel like you need to do that you haven't done and because you already know that for you working out is a way to get you in a better state you feel as if you're trying to make up for other things by doing more working out and you think that the working out or the extra working out will solve it. There is something that you're meant to do that you're currently not focusing on, that you are um, not confronting. Could be due to fear, trauma, not sure what it is, but I would recommend that you confront it. Just based on your question, Jamie, I feel like you will be like, I would love to hear more about your goals. I, I do see you actually being a great candidate for our inner circle program, just saying. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it can be a double-edged sword because that can be a good thing. You know, you just have to learn how to manage uh on, on the good end of that, like you have to learn how to manage that thought because that also drives you. It drives you to be better. It drives you to want to do more. It drives you to want to be more productive. It drives you to want to serve a bigger purpose. It, it, it's a driver, which is great, but it can also be the other side of it mm -hmm. where you're now, it's more harmful than helpful. So there's a harmful side of that sword and a, and a helpful side of that sword. <clears throat> so, you know, um, you consider what Sarit said, because it could be that, but also understand that you can harness the power of that feeling too, 
Yes, it can. to drive you forward to be better. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of managing the thought and, and which side of the sword am I getting myself to use right mm-hmm. now? Is it for good or is it hurting? Yeah. 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 One of our mentors always says, and I, I go by it a hundred percent because, you know, we've, we've listened to that. We've applied on it and we live by it actually, but never go through it alone. You know, whether it's confronting a situation, digging deeper, um, stepping outside of your comfort zone to come very close with maybe something that you've been avoiding or, you know, you're fearing, don't go through it alone because by default, it is easier to hide that thing that you're not confronting or to um, distract yourself from other things. And um, you know, it's actually never really going to go away until you confront it. And for some people, it's being manifested in the form of always feeling like they need to work out more. And it doesn't matter how much working out they're they're doing, like it's never good enough. It's never a, a good enough intensity. It doesn't matter like how sore they are or how even just in pain their body is it just they feel like they need to do more that's because they're just not confronting the real thing for other people it's expressed in the form of um, self-sabotage through emotional eating feeling like you always need to eat more and more and more and more even though you know that you're being really really full this is very much an internal thing um, not an external thing whatsoever you just need to dig very very deep Um, i would recommend Get the support that you need because left to your own devices, it's easier to fall to default mode. I'm going to say something too that I hope is really powerful. This word enough. Think about the word enough. Who decides? I like to look up dictionary definitions, as you may know. So I looked this one up. And there are a couple as per usual, enough occurring in such quantity, quality, or scope as to fully meet demands, needs, or expectations. Enough in or to a degree or quantity that satisfies or that is sufficient or necessary for satisfaction. What that means is you get to decide how much is enough. So who put in your head how much enough is? Because if you don't feel like what you're doing is enough and you're running yourself into the dirt, then somebody else put that idea there. It's not yours. So you need to let it go. You've allowed it to stay there though. You need to let that go and you need to decide how much enough is to you. So good. And then you need to follow fucking through. Mm-hmm. Now I can help you and I can give you my idea of enough that could be more universal and tailored to you. That isn't me telling you how much you have to do enough being what you can do consistently. That is better than what you had done before. Now you still get to choose how much that is, but you know that I'm, I'm making progress forward in a way that I can do consistently, then I can make enough be more than that. When I've proven to myself that I can be consistent doing this enough Mm -hmm. before I move to that enough. 
Mm-hmm. I hope that's helpful because we like, yeah. Yeah. Good question. All right. So this is the question I titled the episode off of. Um, this question is from Rhonda, actually. Um, so it must be from last week. In, is we it the same Rhonda that we talked about? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I, it's not always, we don't always get to the questions the week of, but in Tennessee, is it possible to be healthy at the same time if losing 45 pounds of fat and gain muscle and definition at the same time? So what I heard, is it possible to be healthy while losing fat and gaining muscles at the, at the same time? Okay. In a short amount of time, five months. Okay. Trying to read through the punctuations here. Um, I want to complete this goal, fitness competition, November 27th. Completion or competition? I think it's a competition. We've talked about this. Uh Uh-huh. Healthy and all I hear people telling me is it's not healthy and it's impossible. Okay. First of all, we're talking about two different things. You're asking, is it, can I remain healthy if I'm trying to lose body fat and gain muscle at the same time? The answer is yes. Is a fitness competition healthy? That depends. The one that I know you're going for, I would argue no. I would argue a strong no. But those are two different things. Simply losing fat and gaining muscle is one thing. Losing as much body fat as you possibly can not allowing yourself any freedom, restricting your food, your calories to an insane degree, doing way too many hours of cardio, working your body to the bone. I would argue over time, that's not healthy. So it's two different things. It's discouraging to me. And I've put a lot of my mind and money into this already. And I want to fully obtain it. I feel near impossible goal is a great goal to push my limits and create a better mindset to know I can achieve the impossible. Okay. I am out in, in my out and left field here. Thank you for your time and advice. Love you. Love you too. Um, so I, I've told you my thoughts and feelings about fitness competitions. Let me tell you a, a long story. Very short. I did one before it. My relationship with food was actually pretty good. I very much practiced what we preach now and I was having great success. I actually got um, my body to a position where I've never felt better before. I was, I went from about 170 pounds to about a hundred and I don't know, like maybe 175 pounds, I think was my heaviest. And I got down to a hundred and like, I want to say like 135 or 140 pounds, like healthy. I felt great. I was still eating things that, you know, wouldn't be considered to be clean, but I was enjoying my life. My relationship with food was good. Then I did a figure competition and for five years. After that, I struggled with disordered eating patterns an absolute hell that I would never wish on anyone, but I'm grateful I experienced it because now I can relate to people like you. Now I can relate to people like Kayla Sherlocker on our team, one of our coaches, because I've had that experience. It's torture. There's actually a bunch of people here today. There are a ton of been destructed because of that and have not moved away from it because of that. And I will tell you 70% of female Fitness coaches of some variety struggle internally with themselves teaching other people what to do because they're struggling with it themselves. And also 70% of all statistics are made up on the spot, including that one I just made up. Um, so it's a real thing. I don't recommend it. I think that it's, there's, it's great to have, you know, crazy goals like that. 
at the end of the day, I'm never going to tell anybody what they have to do with their life. But if you ask me or you pay us for advice, we will give it to you. But if you ask us a question, just be ready to hear a real answer. I want to ask you a question because you're on here. It's discouraging me and I've put a lot of my mind and money into this already and want to fully obtain it. Invested. Do you want to do it at this point in time because you put the money down? Like what's your, what's your why as of today? I want to know. Like what is your why for doing this? And, you know, to answer the first part of your question, anybody who's followed the steps that we teach will tell you that it is not only possible, but that is the only way that you should expect things to be when you show up the way that we tell you to is that you're going to drop fat and gain muscle at the same time. So for anybody who tells you that that's impossible, they just don't fucking know. There's just a lot of, of, of like talk around bulking and cutting. Yes. Bulking in the bodybuilding and world. Bulking and cutting, bulking and cutting. But in our world, we do it at the same time. But it, yeah, because it's a lifestyle. If you are, if you are doing fitness with the intention of, you know, getting more muscle mass, getting more tone, you know, getting leaner, like you're going to gain muscle and that muscle is, gives you a higher resting metabolic rate. Higher, mes- re- higher resting metabolic rate means your body burns more calories without you doing anything, which means that you're going to lose body fat easier when you have more muscle. So if you're focused on building muscle and eating clean, the eating clean is going to get you lean. The building muscle is going to get you hustle. That was good. Call me Dr. Seuss. So, I mean, it, it just doesn't happen fast. So people talk about bulking. It's like, you want to gain as much muscle as you possibly can, as fast as you can, then no, you're not going to get lean at the same time. You're not. And usually the approach taken is I eat a whole pizza followed by a burrito from Chipotle followed by, you know, like a 64 ounce steak and mashed potatoes. And it's not healthy. It's just like, usually people just like slamming a bunch of food. Rarely does somebody actually like really try to bulk and put on a lot of muscle in a clean way because it is more difficult, but you stay leaner. This doesn't happen as fast. And if you're cutting as fast as you can, then when you stop, you can gain back the body fat a lot easier. So just learn the lifestyle and live it and things will happen at a little bit slower pace, but you're not going to do this dramatic up and down swing of madness. So you get, you can choose. If you want to do the up and down swing of madness, that's on you. If you wanted it to take a little bit longer and um, have a a much more likelihood of maintaining it, then that's up to you. That's just the facts. Yeah. I just want to ask you a couple more questions um, because I'm not working one-on-one with you, so I don't know all the details, but is 45 pounds a goal that was given to you by somebody else or did it come from within you? I would like to know that. Also, you don't need to do a figure competition in order to have massive goals. There's so many people in our community who like just recently have shared with us some massive goals. I want to share um, a a huge congrats to Liz Martini, Courtney Collins, um, Taylor Richardson, like each and every one of you guys have dropped anywhere between 50 to 60 pounds. Taylor said yesterday on inner circle calls that she's down 
12 pant sizes pant sizes you guys like you don't need to do a figure competition to do this shit it's not about it's about the approach that you take to get there one approach will get you there and make you stay there and rise above there one approach will get you there but will make you go back to where you were and that is why i'm asking you the question the questions that i'm asking you because a lot of times what ends up happening in the bodybuilding or figure industry is that people are setting goals for you. You're not setting goals for yourself. So you're going through this entire journey in an inauthentic way, not really knowing why you're doing what you're doing, almost like to prove somebody else right or wrong. It has nothing to do with you. Said any wonder why, why at least 90% of the people who do any of these, especially women bodybuilding things end up poofing up like a balloon afterwards and have forget the 20 pounds that come after, but I'm talking about like years of self-sabotage. Like what, what is that worth? And Rhonda, I'm not saying that, um, you know, you, you can't do it the right way because for example, like Kayla is about to do one, but she's doing it the right way. Kayla has been working on herself, like developing all the skills and habits for literally years. And Kayla doesn't have to lose 45 pounds. Right. And Kayla has everything like already, like she has gained all of the mental tools and skills. So, like she's in a solid point. So the right. other thing is, is look at like somebody else gave you the goal of 135. You want to be 145. Okay. So now you're working towards somebody else's goals, which means you're not as att attached to it. This can go for anybody right now. You know, we're directly answering us like Rhonda's question and talking with her about this, but this can go for anybody. You have to give yourself your goal or you're not attached to it. You also have to understand the intention and the purpose behind that goal. And what do I want after I reach that goal? Because once we hit, I talked about this yesterday, hit the destination. Was it yesterday? Um, I don't even know. Hit the destination. Oh, I lost 20 pounds and I got married. Now I don't give a shit anymore because the wedding's over. The competition's over. The vacation's over. It's over. What's at, what's next? What's after? Because if you don't have something after you're going to, it's a slippery slope. <clears throat> so look, hold on, hold on. That means you'll have to lose 2.25 pounds per week for five months. And you can't even stay consistent right now. So I don't mean this. Like, I don't want this to sound mean. I want this to sound very honest, very honest. I'm never going to tell somebody they can't do something, but I will say that there's a greater or lesser likelihood that it will happen. And the amount of work that you need to put into that is going to be fucking grueling. And you better have started yesterday. Like I've done it. I've done it. And I trained for four months and I only had, I only lost 20, 30, 25 pounds. Let me tell you something. I, I was doing two hours of cardio hardly eating any carbs, two hours of cardio a day, hardly eating any carbs. It's just grueling. <clears throat> I just had a aha moment. Okay. Tell us like this conversation. I've, I've had multiple conversations like that with multiple people over the last couple of days. So like the timing of this is perfect. If your goal by the end of it is purely external, let me tell you something. You will never get there. Because even when you get there, you will not appreciate it. So if you have an external goal, which I think it's fine to have an external goal, like, you know, like vanity is important too, but why is this vanity goal, vanity goal important to you? Like if you don't dig 
something deeper, like internally than that, then you will never be enough. And we were just talking about this in the last question. So no amount of working out will ever be enough for you. doesn't matter how much you deplete your body. You will always feel like you'll need to deplete yourself more. Your mind is going to go insane. You're going to lose consistency. Nothing that you will do will ever be enough. You're going to treat yourself like shit. People will see that you're treating yourself like, like shit. So they will start treating you like an asswipe. And on and on and on and on it goes. And your decisions create your reality and your future. How do you want your life to be like five years from now? I want to share with you guys a question because uh, sh share with you guys a story because I want to talk about the concept of evolving real quick. There is a difference between quitting and evolving. And Tiffany Hughes, I want to share your story. So Tiffany, a couple of months ago, have signed up for a half marathon that was supposed to happen about a month ago. Leading up to it, like, you know, she did a duathlon, which she crushed. She started training running wise, and then her body started feeling like shit, you guys. Like she started like basically not being able to sleep at night. Like things got so out of whack because she was so stressed out about this one thing. And I asked and I would, you know, and we were going back and forth for literally like a matter of two weeks about the importance of this half marathon and why initially it was important for her to stick to it. She's like, you know, it's important for me to stick to my word. But I'm like, but if you know that this intention is making you sabotage your body, then do you think that this will be the right test to stick to your word? Or can you stick to your word in a different way? And maybe we can evolve away from that. Um, I think for high performers, there's a real fine line between I want to prove to myself that I'm not a quitter and appreciating that you've evolved away from it. And Rhonda, from the sounds of it, knowing what you're doing right now, like I give you permission in the sense that you will find that valuable to not do the show. There is a difference between quitting on it. You not doing the show will not be you being a quitter. It will just mean a symbol of you evolving away from that old train of thought. And sometimes you need to get somebody else's permission, especially when you've been struggling with consistency, because you know that that means so much to you. There are certain scenarios in life where you have to ask yourself, is not following through with this a symbol of me evolving away from what was my initial intention? Or is that a symbol of me being a quitter? Mm -hmm. My encouragement to you, Rhonda, is that you make your goal be authentic to you and that you evolve away from something that, in my opinion, is not serving you whatsoever and will lead to self-sabotage for a really long time. And that's that. I was having a conversation with my little brother this last weekend. And he, if you're watching this, hi, Scotty. I'm going to share a little bit of your story. Okay, thanks. Um, but he's in a situation with a girl that, you know, he's got a lot of time invested in this situation. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, man, with the amount of time I have invested in this, I don't want to just walk away from it. Right. And you're in a similar position. So I thought to myself, okay, I don't know the answer to this, but it's a good question to consider is at what point is the breaking point? Mm -hmm. 
to to what extent are you willing to stay invested in something that's not serving you anymore? Oh, because everybody's got their breaking point. So you have two options. You have two, right? You're in the middle. You got two directions you can go. You're like, man, I got a lot of, I've got a lot invested in this time, money, energy, feelings, whatever. I got a lot of invested in this, but I'm being blocked from this because of this. So I don't want to give this up because, oh, what if it works? What if I can do it? What if it follows through? What if, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if, but I'm being blocked from what if? So you have to ask yourself, oh my God, what is it? Is so good. What is it worth? Yeah. What is it worth? And, and what if, and what if not, what if, what if not, and which one hurts more, whichever pain you don't want to have more is the direction you should go. Right. So if you're in this situation, if, you know, my little brother's got a lot of time invested over here in this situation, this relationship, this thing, you know, but it's not, not really like, it's not hurting him, but it's not serving him. Right. It's kind of where, where he's at. We can be honest, you know, but it's like, okay, well over here, like, this is what could be happening if you weren't, you know, trying to hang on to this thing. So what's the worst thing that happens if you let go of this and move forward? What's the worst thing that happens if you don't let go of this and you don't move forward? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And only you can answer that. Yeah. If you want to taste a different flavor of water, you have to spill out the water that's in your cup. So, you know, let letting go is something that's super powerful. Like, so this goes for all of you guys, like ask yourself, is this idea, is this thought, is this goal? Some, is this something that's actually going to serve my highest self or add more burden? And would it be better to maybe let it go? I see, I've seen so many people who've stayed in miserable relationships simply because they're scared to let go of the idea that they had initially wasn't worth it anymore yep what's your anymore where is your anymore mm -hmm. so good okay how much time we got i think that's it for today yeah wow what a great episode you guys are amazing i hope that that was really helpful for everybody um including you rhonda um you know and jamie and jamie you know the the thing is that there's no rule book on life, which is, which is, makes it hard, but it also means that you get to make it up. And what do you want that book to read? If somebody were to read your book of life, when you die, what do you want it to say? This person tried over and over and over to achieve the same things and just couldn't figure it out. Or this person thought deeply, analyzed their thoughts assess themselves, always wanted to be better, always was working on self-improvement, surrounding themselves with people. Like, what do you want the book to say? Because you get to write it, which is cool and scary at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's it. You guys, we hope we, you found value from today's conversation. I feel like this Q&A was probably like one of the deepest, most heartfelt Q&As that we've ever had. We know that we are heartfelt, but you guys like appreciate you being vulnerable and 
being courageous to to ask deep questions like beneath the surface because that's what really cultivates change so Jamie and Rhonda I really feel like you know you've got a lot of heads turning today that it really hit home for a lot of people so thank you guys for that um, we made mention of the inner circle a couple of times, you guys, truly life-changing, transformative program. You know, anybody who's in it, there's a ton of people who are here watching that are in it or have gone through it. And it's just, it's an investment. It's a lot of money, but it's so fucking worth it. So if you're struggling with any of these things that we've been talking about, it's exactly what that program is for because we've been there. So I, I dropped my email in the comment section. So if you are truly interested and willing to invest in yourself, because it is an investment, so let's be honest, um, we're here to help and we're here to change your life as long as you want to change your life. So if you're interested in that, just shoot me a quick email. I'd be happy to chat with you about it. But, you know, it's really something that so much of the world struggles with. And I just want to, I want like there to be a thousand of me to just stand on the roof in every neighborhood and just fucking scream at people. Like I need, like, let us help you. So anyways, that's it for yeah. today's episode. Yeah. And you guys, if you found this episode valuable, if you know anybody in your life who you feel like is, it, it, has been struggling with those very same questions that we touched on today or would just find value from it. Um, anybody who's been, you know, spinning around in circles for years or just whatever it is, just invite them to the community by sharing this video. All it takes takes is one click. You guys, our mission is massive. We're not stopping. Um, but, you know, the truth is, is that we can only do so much by ourselves and we really need your help. So, you know, if you found it in your heart and you found any value from today's conversation, uh, may we ask that you please share this on whatever platform you choose to. We'd be extremely grateful. And thank you so much for joining us today and investing your time with us today. We know how valuable it is. So we hope that we added 10 times the amount of value that you expected. Other than that, um, have yourself a beautiful day and we will catch you tomorrow for wealth. Wednesdays. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit. <laughs>